Yo, what's good, everybody? I am your host, Monton Barbudo, a.k.a. Bearded Bully. Welcome back to fucking Bully Talk. I have another story time for y'all today. So I got a couple of episodes that I want to record, and this is one of them that I feel like would be kind of funny for me to do. This one is called Money on His Heart. Now, when you hear the title, it sounds like you got money on your head, which is pretty much it. Like, it's exactly how it sounds. Back in 2011, I was living somewhere out of state, and I don't want to name that state, but I was living somewhere close to New York. I was chasing this girl that I knew for a couple of years. She moved out there. Me being a fast nigga, I left school and I ended up going out there. (laughs) While I was out there, I used to work with her, I would say her stepfather or whatever. Like, it was her mom's boyfriend, but it wasn't her pops. This nigga was a bondsman. And as a bondsman, he also was a bounty hunter. So, I was probably, like, I was young. I was probably, like, 21, 22. Still kind of in shape to run and gun niggas down. So, this nigga recruited me on his team as bounty hunters. Now, I remember this day so clear. I had on the blue rookies, the blue and black penny rookies. Them shits are so uncomfortable. I had on cargo shorts and probably, like, a arrow shirt or American Eagle shirt, some shit like that. Some calm shit. Niggas scoop me up from the crib or, like, from the mall or somewhere. I'm thinking that we just going to go ride around real quick. I'm like, yo, bro, if we're going to go hunt some nigga down, take me to the crib so I could change up. I, I remember saying this to him. We never pull up to the crib. So it was this little Spanish kid. I can't remember his name, but... The nigga had a bond of like, I think 15,000 or like 20,000. Now, when you're a bounty hunter and you catch these people, you get the bond for them. Whatever the bond is, you get that bread. So, I remember we pulled up in, I think, Philly and like the woods or something. Because he had an inside source that let him know that homie was in the crib. So, we pulled up to the crib. Mind you, I don't have no guns, no nothing at this time. Like, this is my first time with this nigga. <laughs> we pull up to the crib. I'm just thinking, like, he's going to, like, question niggas. We going to pull off. We going to go, you know, go do a homework. We going to, like, get ready. Like, all right, this is what's going to happen. Uh, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to change my sneakers. I never changed my sneakers the whole time. That's what I'm more tight about. So while we're at the crib, he's going through the house. It's me. My girl at the time and his wife all in the car. So it was like a family trip, like Dog the Bounty Hunter. We're all in the car. He's going through the house. You hear, like, I guess the neighbors like, yo, he's there, he's there, he's there. So the nigga got up out the house and started booking it through the backyard towards the woods. Now, my guy who had me on his team, he called me, yo, Mark, I need you to get him. Tight, like, bro, I still got my rookies on. Like, these shits is fresh. <laughs> and they're uncomfortable. Even though they're fresh, they're still uncomfortable. I get out the car, I'm chasing this nigga through the woods. Chasing this nigga, like... The way the woods was set up, it was regular bushes, regular trussle, all of the shit, trees. But I'll probably say 20 yards deep was a drop. 
that took you probably into like a little river or some type of water shit. So we get to this and I'm looking. I'm like, ain't no way this nigga went and jumped that shit. Nigga ain't jumped that shit. He didn't do that shit. So I come back. I tell my mans, I'm like, yo, bro, this nigga going like we got to. He, he couldn't go nowhere. If he didn't go down there, he's definitely still in the area. So it's just me and one other person. We're trying to scavenge the area, find this nigga, right? While we're in the backyard, his wife calls him. Yo, he's out here. The nigga made it to the front of the house. Now, in front of that house was like nothing but a, a plantation. It was an open field. So you see this nigga boogieing. <laughs> boogieing, right? So at this point, I'm tired. Like, I might be able to run and chase the nigga down, but still, nigga, I'm tired, bro. Like, I smoke. I cross the street. I get over through the first set of trees. I look. It's so dark. I'm like, yo, this nigga's going, bro. We're not catching him. So he's tight right now. Like, nah, fuck that. He's running down on the people in the house. Y'all knew he was here. Why ain't say this out of the third? They not saying shit. So we leave. We go back to the house. We chilling. Now, mind you, he smoked. So we all in the house relaxing, smoking. Yo, Mark, we got to go. Bro, it's like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning now. Like, what you mean we got to go? I don't rest until I get the niggas that I'm chasing. Oh, man, son. I can't even play Call of Duty. I'm stressed. The gang is on. Like, all right, man, come on. So at this point... I think we pulled up to PA. I don't know how the fuck the nigga got up to PA, but we in PA. It's like 3, 4 in the morning now. So whoever house he was in, I guess they wanted to get the nigga out. He was a fucker with him, whatever the case may be. So we pull up. This nigga had the hammer, right? I'm there. All I had was, I think, was pepper spray and some other shit. Nothing to protect myself with, but was pepper spray. The nigga's in the bed sleeping. He taps the nigga, the nigga rolls over, he got the grip to the nigga face. The nigga looks at him, rolls back over, and goes back to sleep. The nigga looked at the nigga with the grip in his face and rolled back over. I started laughing like, oh, nah, this nigga gangster. That's when homie got aggressive, like, nah, 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 yo, get the fuck up. Wake him up, throw the cuffs on, boom, we in the car now. We taking the nigga back to the spot. Now, mind you, I think it's Saturday or Friday. All I remembered was the bondsman or whoever we were supposed to get the money from was closed. So we have to wait until Monday. Now, at this point, I realized, yo, if I ever get caught on the other side of this, I'm like, I want a cool ass bounty hunter. Yo, being that he <laughs> being that the spot was closed, he had to wait till Monday. He brought the nigga to the crib, like to our crib where me and Shorty laid our head at. Had this nigga smoking. <laughs> he was drinking. Got a room for him later that night, right? So at this point, it's just him and the other dude. I left. But I already knew how the night was going because he's like, yo, yo, call your girl, man. I'm going to let you fuck one more time, this, that, and the third. I'm sitting here like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, he had this nigga sitting in our living room with a homemade shackles. This nigga had chains and just handcuffs. He just wrapped the chains around the handcuffs and around his feet. So we still passing the nigga the blunt. He playing with our dogs and shit. Like, yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> when I tell you this shit was so different, like, and mind you, I just got out of school for criminal justice, so... 
I'm like, oh, alright. <laughs> they don't teach you this shit in the books. Like, you don't read about this shit. But, yo, that was f- probably one of the funniest and most different experiences of my fucking life. And I got one more story for y'all, but I'm not even going to tell y'all that, man. Go run up the numbers on the past episodes. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Bully Talk Podcast. Follow the fucking Twitter at Podcast Bully. Y'all already know what it is. I'm out.